dawn of a new era. Cardinals training camp coverage presented by Bud Light. This is the dawn of a new era. Bickley and Murata mornings on the Arizona Sports app and 98.7. Cardinals, two preseason games in the books, one to go. That's Saturday against Minnesota, and then it's a little bit of a wait and play some football for real week one against the Washington Commanders here to talk some Cardinals football with us covered the team for a long time long time Valley sports writer Kent Summers our uh, guest here on the Arizona sports line Kent good morning how's your summer going uh, it's going great thanks for having me on guys sure so good to have you on I- I'd love to get your perspective as somebody who was around this team nearly on a daily basis for for years and throughout the Cliff Kingsbury era and I know uh, you know you're not around the team as as much these days, but you know, just the things that pop out to you as differences under Jonathan Gannon and this new regime, Monty Austin Ford as well, as opposed to what you saw, especially last year. Well, it it you know, it's just evidence every day, really, that you know what what the Cardinals did. Like most teams, you end up hiring the opposite of the guy you just fired. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's with Jonathan Gannon, it's you know, you know, no. No, no frills. All business. Guys are going to show up on time. Um, if not, there's heavy fines. I know he joked in a press conference last week about fining reporters for showing up late or phones going off. And I, those are real fines for players if that happens. I mean, it's there's there's not a, a lot of playtime. You know, when you're at work, you're supposed to work. That's that's a big difference uh, for for sure. It's you know, you look back over the. Cliff Kingsbury years and, and, you know, I don't want to bash Cliff Kingsbury because he, they, you know, did some good things and especially, you know, there was improvement over those first three years, but things were, you know, a lot more loosey goosey certainly than they, than they are now under Jonathan Gannon. And, you know, and maybe that will pay off, you know, maybe they won't lead the league in pre-snap penalties or, you know, finish in the, you know, in the, in the top 10, a number of those, you know, for the next three or four years, like they did under, under Cliff. You know, Kent, before we, you know, maybe get into some of the specifics about personnel on this year's team, want to get your perspective on maybe expectations going in, because I think a lot of Cardinal fans understand what they have this year. But still, when you get into week in and week out, there's going to be some anger and some disappointment when they don't play well. I, I think going into this season, when you look at what the Cardinals have from a personnel standpoint, what are your expectations? What should the expectations be for the fan base and for the organization, what are you looking for this year? What would what would quantify as a good season, uh, a, a, a positive season? Uh, when you talk about wins and losses or overall growth of the football team, um, and maybe even personnel-wise when you talk about Kyler Murray in that quarterback position, what are you looking for out of the 2023 Arizona Cardinals, I guess is what I'm saying, Ken. Yeah, I, I, I hate to tell fans or, you know, or say, Hey, temper your expectations because, you know, it's professional football. It's not pop Warner where you're patting guys on the back and just say, <laughs> you know, Hey, just go out and get better and enjoy the experience. You know, and these are people who, who, I mean, it's not like the Cardinals discounted tickets this year. Yeah. You know, right. these are people who are investing money and time or, or both into watching professional sports. And so I, you know, I, I, I get, and the Cardinals should be, and probably are thankful that people are passionate enough where they're going to get upset with a bad football team. But this is probably going to be a bad football team. I don't think any of us are expecting, you know, more than, you know, four or five 
wins this season. I I think <clears throat> realistic expectations. I, I I think progress will be made if if it's sort of like looking at you know the the Lions in Dan Campbell's first season as head coach. You know it's a com- you know if it's a competitive team. A, comp- a team that plays hard, that looks like it's well coached, that gets plays in on time, that you know doesn't have a lot of, of dumb penalties or, or dumb mistakes, and where you can look at it and say, hey, you know maybe you know out of the fifteen guys they need to step up, maybe five of them turn out to be really good players, and they you know form part of a core going forward. I think that's the realistic expectation i think i think cardinal fans should expect kyler murray to return at some point um you know around mid-season if not before and and to find out if he can play and if he really fits into this system i think kyler needs to do that i think the cardinals need to see him do that because some you know obviously some big decisions are, are coming up in next offseason with those two high draft picks. Kent Summers, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. We, uh, when I ask this question, we'll consider all the caveats, and those are uh, it's preseason, it's a new system, he's learning a new position. All that being said, Kent, how real should the concern be about Isaiah Simmons and his transition to becoming a safety? Oh, very real. I, I, very real. I, 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 I thought that game Saturday night was a huge disappointment. Uh, for him you know he was beaten in coverage a couple times I'm not really sure what he was thinking on the touchdown run where he seemed to you know back off um, at the at the goal line when he could have blown up Bouchelle I you know yeah it looks a lot like last year um, when the player you know you don't know what you're going to get from week to week is it is he the guy who's you know, struggled against the Chiefs in the first game of the season and then got benched? Or is he the guy who, you know, makes a big play against uh, against the Raiders in Las Vegas to, you know, pull that game out? Um, I, I, you know, I just get the feeling I'm not sure the coaches or the management know what to expect from Isaiah Simmons if they know that if this is his, you know, his right position. I think they have that comfort with Zayvon Collins where they said, yeah, we, we've got this pegged. He's an outside linebacker. I don't know that they, they feel that same way about Isaiah Simmons. And, and so, I, I'm not sure how you can after watching Saturday night. I know it was a preseason, but you know, you expect a, a, a lot more than that from, you know, probably, you know, his, his big appearance in the preseason, his one and only. So we'll, we'll see. I think this week in Minnesota where they have two joint practices against the Vikings will, will be big for him. And, and in terms of what they think of him. Kent, your level of concern with Colt McCoy right now after watching four scoreless drives in the preseason, especially if Kyler's not back. You know, if Kyler comes back week five, obviously the concern is lessened. But if he's not back till week seven, week eight, week nine, that concern is heightened. Where are you at right now with the quarterback position? You know, I mean, that, that's who... Colt McCoy is. I mean, there's a reason he's been a, a career backup mostly. Um, you know, I don't think he's a guy you want starting six, seven, eight games for sure. Um, but that's where they are. I, but I do think that he's a better option than Clayton Toon. You know, as much as we've all talked and, and written about Clayton Toon, and I think people want to see something special from him and want him to compete with Colt McCoy. I, I haven't seen it yet. You know, I, I don't know that you can go in and play Washington in week one with that defensive front with, 
playing behind a center, Froholt, who's had four career starts at the position. You know, that just doesn't make um, a lot of sense to me. So I, I, you know, I'd have to see a lot more from Clayton Toon to convince me that he should, you know, uh, start over Colt McCoy. But, you know, it's just kind of goes to what, what this offense is right now. You know, we haven't seen Zach Ertz in this offense yet. We haven't really seen much of, of Hollywood Brown yet. What, you know, yeah. you know, do they do they have a receiver, you know, over six feet tall? You know, is, is Michael Wilson the, the guy? Is he going to, you know, step forward? I mean, there's just a lot of questions um, with this offense right now. And, and uh, you know, I, I don't know if they're good enough. I know they want to run the ball a lot. I don't know if they're good enough to win games with, you know, concentrating on handing the ball to James Conner because that, that requires a defense too that can step up and, and make some stops, you know, and not and not you know get you behind, you know, twenty one nothing at halftime, um, <laughs> or whatever. So, I, yeah, I you know I think Colt McCoy that's who that's who he is. I, I think there's a, a level of comfort with him. You know what you're going to get, but you know. It's it's going to be a struggle all all season for sure. Yeah, Kent, thanks so much for the uh, time. We really appreciate it. Uh, always enjoy the conversation. Hopefully, we can do it again soon. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks.